Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. preachers are catering their sermons to please the audience to please the church and that's fine I'm not I don't ever come here and dog other pastors and stuff like that and particularly this weekend a lot of pastors are going towards love and relationships matter of fact in February they do it a lot because of the culture love and love and Valentine's Day and all that crap So half the people are depressed that you don't have somebody. And the other half is overwhelmed because we got to do so much for this stupid, ridiculous, pagan holiday. Christmas is pagan too. But I celebrate Jesus. If you celebrate Jesus on Valentine's Day, we'll do your thing. You're supposed to bless them at all times anyway. But the selfishness, the self-centeredness, and the self-pleasuredness focus of this culture in particular is robbing us of fullness and fulfillment. It's robbing. God created emptiness and gaps and little gaps that others are supposed to fill. God was with Adam and said it's not good that he's alone. Because I created him to be connected to somebody else. And if you're all about yourself, you're missing something. A lot of people are single not because you're ugly or mean. You're just selfish. Oh, I'm talking. I'm going home with my wife after this. I ain't worrying about Your selfishness, and you might not think it's selfish. Anything like pride and selfishness and all these things that we, that we know we're not because we're saved, anything like that builds over time. It starts with little stuff like you get hurt and I ain't letting that happen again. So your protection becomes a blockage. So now nobody can get in a certain space. Now you just look out for yourself and that's fine. That's fine. Look out for yourself. Cool. But we created this selfish person that won't even receive flaws in others. Now we have no grace for anybody else. So we're single. And I'm not telling y'all to go out and find a date tonight. But number one, forget the culture. Meaning, don't feel bad because you ain't got a date for Valentine's Day. What is Valentine's Day? Forget that. We do things God's way. It's, it's better. So it don't feel like that. So th- when you feel depressed or something like that, that you won't have nobody for Valentine, that's because you overvalue the ways of the world. 
Who cares what they're doing? Why do you overvalue? Why is it so valuable to you? Number two, you got to be selfless to enjoy this life. Let's get right into it. You got to be selfless to enjoy this life. If you are all about you, you will not enjoy life. If you quote me, put it in all caps, because that's how I said it. <laughs> I'm just playing. If you are all about you, you're going to be miserable. God created you to be about somebody else. He created you to need somebody else. We're many members. One body. If you're right-handed, you can't be like, aha, the body uses me more than you, lefty. Yo, lefty, I'm waving. Yo, lefty, I'm writing. Yo, lefty, I'm slapping. I'm just playing. I don't know what else to say. So the right hand can brag that I'm being used more. But guess what? You can't clap. Unless you got that lefty. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, treat the lefties right. Oh, that was good. That was good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Treat the lefties right. Because you're going to need them. We're so emerged in self-pleasure, we don't even sense or recognize or we're not even alert to anything that doesn't directly pertain to what we want. Everybody you follow on social media is what you want. You feel me? So everything in life and culture now is catered to your likings. Everything you like, everything you want, you can now have access to it 24-7. You can be about that all day, every day. You don't ever have to swipe on social media and see something you don't like. And the moment you do, you can unfollow and never see it. So the world is making you think that it's all about you. It's, it's subliminally shaping your mind to think that you can literally put every piece around you that serves you. So it makes you a, a, a taker and not a giver. When God created you to be a giver. You're missing out on a very important essential part of living if you're just living for yourselves. That's all I'm saying. And I know it's going to be quiet for most of this sermon. And it's all to the good. I'm good. I'm good. I thank you, Jesus, for your anointing. And I thank you, Father. I know it's going to be quiet because I know what the culture is. I know the pulse of the world. Me. 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 That's your heartbeat. And anything that don't cater to me. Me. We, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to school. I don't like my teacher. I don't like my boss. I don't like, I'm breaking up with her. I thought she was the world to you. Yeah, but she crazy. 
She probably did one thing you didn't like. It's quiet to my left. Let me go to my... I'm done with him. He's a mess. I thought you said he was the greatest. Yeah, but he, he, he probably did one thing you did not like. So we're taught to throw away and not give grace. I'm not saying stay and be abused, but we have no mercy and no grace as if we're perfect. As if we don't need the mercy of our God. As we don't. Oh, man, let me calm down a little bit. We become so selfish, we just serve ourselves. And that's where depression comes from. Now you're depressed because the, the, you know, the electronics of the universe is not lining up to serve you. I don't have the job I want. I don't have the, I want, I don't have the, I want, I don't have the, I want, I don't have the, I want. I'm depressed. So now you put depression on yourselves because you surround yourself with only what you want. When the Bible clearly says, hey, if you're going to be in God, deny your wants. Ooh, I'm going to help you this morning. I know I am. It don't feel like it, but I'm helping you. Trust me. And some of y'all are sedated right now. That's fine. Let me work on you. You ain't got to respond. You can sit there just like that. It's fine. We operating this morning. Be sedated. I got you. When you wake up, you're going to be a new creature. Look at your neighbor and say, I love you, but it ain't about you. God established covenants. That's how he, that's how he does relationships, covenant. I lose me to serve you. I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. When I enter into covenant with somebody, I, it's less of me, more of you. That's why relationships don't work. That's why marriages don't work. Because you get in the marriage for you. You need to get into marriage because you found somebody that you can't stop giving to. I can't stop loving you. I can't stop serving you. Will you marry me, please? Marry somebody you can't live without serving. Ooh, that's the Holy Ghost right there. Marry somebody you can't live without serving. I gotta serve you. So since I plan on doing this every day of my life, will you marry me? I can't live without providing for you. I can't live without being there for you. I can't live without encouraging you. Yep, quiet. 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 That's why relationships don't work. Everybody's for themselves. So you break up in two weeks or two years or 20. Covenant, I lose me to serve you. And if everybody has that mindset, look at your neighbor and say, I'm covered. I'm not scared to lose me in you because I'm trusting you're losing you in me. I'm not afraid to dive in and get totally lost in you because I'm trusting you're diving and getting totally lost in me. Why did it get quiet and live? Every marriage should be lost in each other. 
There's a love song a little while ago that said, I'm lost without you. I'm not just saying I'm lost without you. I'm lost in you. I wake up like, what she need? What she need? What does she need? And all the fellas in here like, man, you're a punk, man. You're corny. No, I'm not, because she's waking up like, what he need? What he need? Do he need? And if we live like that, all areas are covered. Look at your neighbor and say, cover me, cover me. This is not just marriages. This is friendships. Don't have, don't have BFFs no more. No more best friends. Covenant. I need covenant relationships. I need covenant. Y'all. Besties, besties means I have the best time with you. We eat the best. We have the best life. What about when it's the worst of times? I need covenant. I need covenant for when times get hard. I don't need you running away when it's not the best. I need y'all quiet and live. So where commitment comes from, the word commitment. Commitment is established for when the thing you choose to commit to doesn't please you anymore. Commitment is put in place for when the thing you want to remain connected to is not pleasing to you anymore or for that moment. God says, commit to me. Because it ain't always going to be fun living for me. It got quiet. Okay. You got to learn to commit when it don't feel good. Learn to commit when it don't look good. Live. what are you committed to besides you? You stick with yourself through all the rough times. Oh, I did something stupid. I'll be all right. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I'll be okay. Oh, my God. I backslid nine times in four days. I'll be all right. Oh, my God. You so patient and committed to you. When things are up, you love you. When things are down, you love you. What else do you love like that? Because soon as God slip up or don't come when you don't want him to, your doubt is sky high. Because we don't know how to commit. Whether it's good or bad, whether it's fun or not, I'm in this thing. Matter of fact, I will be steadfast. I feel like running. But I'm not unmovable. Look at your neighbor and say, You can't move me. I don't care if it's. Uh, never mind. Where are my unmovable saints at? Can I find you, please? I'm staying with God. If it's good, I'm staying with God. If it's bad, I'm staying with God. On a sunny day, I'm staying with God. On a rainy day, I'm staying with God. When it feel good, I'm staying with God. When it don't feel good, I'm staying with God. Look at your neighbor and high five him and say, I'm staying with God. Y'all got me acting up. Stop it. Let me calm down. We got visitors. I said, calm down. We got visitors. But whether I like it or not, I'm going to praise God. I'm committed to praising him. I'm committed to worshiping him. I'm committed to giving him glory. I don't have to feel like it to praise him because I'm not wishy-washy. I'm not a fair-weather saint. I'm committed. All my committed people scream. Stop the organ. You got, you got me going old school. 
be instant in season and out of season. Oh, okay. People who are committed to themselves are stressed, depressed, and are not happy unless things are going their way. They're not happy unless... You ever, you ever get so overjoyed when somebody is happy? Like, oh my God, they're finally smiling. Because they're so committed to them. You almost want to keep doing whatever it is that's making them smile. But that's how they manipulate and control you. Thank you, man of God. That's how they... Bless you, son. <laughs> Grown man don't know how to tie his sneakers. <laughs> Call yourself a pastor. What are you committed to? May I submit to you? You might need to shift commitments. You need to be committed to your joy. I, I'm not talking to the left side no more. Right side, y'all with me? You need to be committed to your peace. Uh-uh, I'm not, nope, if you're going to stress me, nope, I'm committed to peace. I'm not letting anything move me from my peace. That's too much drama. That's too much energy. Hold on. I don't have enough. I don't got enough for all of that. Give, give me some space because I'm more committed to my peace than your problem. Y'all missed it over here. I'm more committed to my peace than your issue. Never mind. It's the organ. I promise it's not me. I'm trying to teach with that. For all the visitors here, I'm trying to teach. Amen. I thank God for you. You need to commit to something and someone beyond you, not just other than. Beyond you. You need to commit to someone beyond you. I'm talking about Jesus. You might be thinking about your boss, and that's fine. I'm talking about Jesus. It's healthy for you. It keeps you humble and under. I don't understand for the life of me why people don't want to be covered. We was talking about it earlier, my wife and I, about, I don't understand that. When you do things God's way, I'm about to talk about that in a minute. When you do things God's way, it's not like he's trying to control you or take your fun or whatever that is. But I always think about the night of the Passover. When the cry of the city was just raging. Everybody was crying because they suffered death and loss in their homes. But the children of Israel had peace, provision, and protection. When I do it God's way, I have peace, provision, and protection. Now the issue is all of that is in the house. Put the blood on the doorpost. I'm sorry I can't preach that. If you don't know it, read it. 
put the blood on the doorpost. The Bible says, stay in the house. If you do it God's way, you will have peace, provision. They ate, they ate they set the, the land that they sacrificed. They ate that. Everybody was full and good. And they were protected from the death angel that's in the world. Cancer, diabetes, AIDS. Y'all quiet in here. Syphilis. Sexually transmitted diseases. See, it's more than fornication. Y'all quiet. God is saying, stay in the house and do it my way. Don't have sex before you marry. And don't have sex outside your marriage. Because it keeps you covered. It keeps you protected. Y'all quiet. Oh, okay, okay. As the world grows darker, you're going to need peace, provision, and protection. Trust me on that. But that's all in the house. And because we don't like the decorations in the house, we're frustrated. Hey, all my friends going, I can't even go to the... You mad you're in a safe place. I feel the... How dare you? How dare you? You upset because things can't be your way in the house. Do you want your way or his protection? Because it's either or at this point. Did you hear me? It's 2019. The Lord is soon to come. It's either your way or his protection. He only protects his way, which is in the house. So I saw this little thing, and I wanted to talk about it, but I used half my time just talking from my heart just now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just flowing from the heart. We got to get rid of being selfish, y'all. Anytime you met, yo, oh my, that anger and frustration and irritation comes from a level of selfishness. A level. A level. Everybody right now is like so mad at Gucci and Prada. Look at this. Yep. I was going to wear my Gucci boots today. My wife was like, um. <laughs> might not want to wear those. I was like, please. Because of the whole blackface and racial content recently released, portraying the blackface, portraying uh, monkeys and big lips and all that stuff that's been happening since TV was black and white. So everybody is outraged. And I'm sorry I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry I'm not. I'm not black first. I'm kingdom first. It's quiet. Oh, God. Please don't post that because everybody's going to get me for that. I'm not a black person first. I'm a child of God first. That has no color. The kingdom has no color. You, 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 you. Look around you and say, you all kingdom, 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 kingdom. Now, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, now listen. 
I don't, I'm, not, I'm not happy about it, but I'm not overly outraged by it. Because Gucci has been coming against the kingdom since its existence. Nobody mad about the satanic insinuations. Nobody cares that they come against our God. But when they come against your color, you're outraged. The devil is alive. They got all kind of snakes and serpents and demonic undertone since they came out. And nobody said nothing. They just got the big Gucci belt. Now they talk about a race and we mad. Who do you care about more? God or you? We care more about ourselves, which is why we're so outraged. They've never been for the kingdom. I'm, I'm, how we get that mad? As if that was a Christian company. All type of satanic. All, all, all I, I can throw pictures of that up. Everybody got pictures of the black face up. That just happened this week. They've been in existence for years. All type of anti-Christical, anti-Christ, anti-Bible insinuations since its existence. Yeah, I like this blessed quietness. I love it. Because you're more offended because it's you. Selfish makes you mad. Being selfish makes you mad. Being selfless makes you free. Ooh, y'all missed that whole point I just made. Goliath was talking about all the people of Israel for 40 days. And they were scared because they were taking it personally. Yeah. David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine talking about the armies of the living God? He was offended because it came against... Y'all quiet. So David wasn't scared because he wasn't selfish. You take things personally when you're selfish. <laughs> but you take things kingdomly when you're saved. If it offends God, oh no, I got to stand up for that. But if it doesn't, they're going to talk about you. They're going to pluck your beard. They're going <laughs> to tell your neighbor it's going to happen. They're going to talk about your skin, their skin, your color, your height, your... Okay. How are you that? <laughs> Let me just talk about these couple of things I was going to talk about since I lost half of y'all. I'm very passionate about this, y'all. I cannot believe the climate of the world right now. I cannot believe the, the, the wave everybody is on. I cannot believe it. And I'm not perfect by the stretch. But I'm not moved by everything that... I'm not moved so easily. Ask your neighbor quietly because I know I yell a lot. Why are you moved so easily? What's up? Are you okay? You should be planted. You should be planted. Planted by the rivers. Let me get y'all out of here. Man. I don't even know what else to talk about. I feel good right here. 
We're talking about as you go. As we go. This is the mindset you need to have as we go. I'm not selfish as I go. As I go. See, the ten lepers, the Bible says as they went, they were healed. As they go. As they go. You got to learn to keep it moving. And as you go, God will perfect those things that concern you. You can't be afraid to make a move because you ain't ready yet. I'm afraid to make a move because I'm not healed yet. I'm afraid to make a move because I'm still, I'm still bitter. I'm still offended. As you take a step, offense will leave. As you take a step, bitterness will leave. As you take a step, your mind will be whole. As you take a step, look at your neighbor and say, bust a move. Tell somebody else, bust a move. Just do something. And as we go, live as we go. Live as we go. God will give us wisdom as we go. God will give us strength as we go. God will make the wrong right as we go. He'll take you from confusion to peace as we go. Somebody scream as we go. That takes the pressure off. I don't know everything right now and I'm cool with that. So I saw this little thing and I just posted. I said, I want to talk about this. I saw this little you know, this little quote. So you got to move. Tell your neighbor, keep moving. And get out the way. That's what I saw on it. I just put the exact thing up there. That's why it's cut off. So don't even worry about it. I just stole it because I saw it. I don't like it. I don't like the color. I don't like it, but I just want to give it to you exactly how I saw it. You got to keep moving, but get out the way. Ooh. Ain't that weird and deep? Let's talk about that. Keep moving. As we go, you got to keep moving. But you also got to get out the way. <laughs> Woo! We were talking about how, I just said it as you go. You can put the first scripture up. It says the kingdom of God is like this. The kingdom realm is like someone spreading the seed on the ground. He goes to bed and he gets up day after day. And the seed sprouts and grows tall, though he knows not how. Whoa. So a farmer is spreading his seed. He waters it. He does what he got to do. He go to bed. He wake up and it sprouts up, but he doesn't know how. It's not so much about the story. It's about God saying this is how the kingdom is. You're not going to know everything. This is for my OCD saints. Yes, you know where your toothpaste is. Yes, you know where your, where your medicine is. Yes, you know where all your things are. But when it comes to the kingdom of God, you're not going to know everything. And you got to be good with not knowing everything. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know. Get used to hearing it. Because when I'm walking with God, there are certain things I don't know. And I'm not ashamed of it. I don't feel less than. I don't feel like I'm, I'm underprivileged. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know. How long are you going to live? Okay. Okay. Everybody has an expiration date. What day will you die? Okay. You don't know. So why you got to know everything else? You make yourselves miserable. There's a fine line between ignorance and trust. And all thy getting, get understanding. Yeah. 
You're supposed to get understanding. But sometimes you need to understand that you don't know. Oh. Like, how did, the, how did God impregnate Mary? Right. But we all believe it. But we don't know how. I'm here to tell you this morning. I, I hope I don't shout, but I might. God is going to bring you out. Even though you don't. He's going to make a way. Even though you don't. He's going to heal your body. Even though you don't. He's going to make it all better. Even though you don't. I don't have to know how. I have to know the one who does. If you know the one who does, scream. <laughs> you feel safe when you know somebody who does. You driving, you know where you're going? No, Cynthia knows. Cynthia, where are we going? Make a left. You feel comfortable because you know somebody who knows. Even if I don't know, as long as I'm riding with somebody who knows, we're going to make it. Tell your neighbor, oh, we're going to make it. I don't have to know the direction. I got to know the one that knows the direction. And God keeps that trust gap so we can remain dependent on him. I don't know how. 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 These 10 lepers are saying, have mercy on us. He says, go show yourselves to the priests, right? This is crazy. The Bible says they went. You can go to the next one. Yeah, I just told y'all this, but I was just flowing in the beginning. As they went, they were healed. So the healing was in their goings. Maybe your healings are in your goings. Because for some of us, if you wait until you're healed and right and good, you'll walk with the arrogance. We're waiting until we fly enough and good enough to be, you ready? All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to show myself to the priest. You see this? You see? No. But that's why God heals on the way. So you'll be humble every, y'all quiet, every step of the way which is why some of our healings are in increments because if he does it all at once you just waiting to wear the arrogance but God says little by little I'm going to bless you so every step of the way you'll remain humble as the, humility is a core value here so you're going to hear it all the time as they went they were healed somebody just got free over I'm going to say it again as they went Somebody screamed over here. I just want to do that again for you. <laughs> they went because they heard him. Got to hear God this year. Got to hear God this year. Because ways matter. Ways. I ain't going to talk about that too much. They went because they heard him. They heard him because they were listening. They were attentive. And they were focused on him, awaiting his instruction. Because they were so sick. Anything he said, they knew would help them. You got to hear God this year, right? How do you hear God? You got to, they were focused. They were attentive. 
They were waiting with bated breath for anything he said. And then when they obeyed, they were blessed. So you have to obey, but you cannot obey an instruction you cannot hear. And you cannot hear if you're not focused or attentive or expecting to. Most of us don't expect to hear from God. And he's speaking in our hearts every day. He's speaking in you right now. That's why you're like, that's true. You cannot say that's true to the word unless he's in you saying that's true. Y'all, ooh. <laughs> People who get saved and come to the altar, they already heard him. You're not strong enough to just make a decision. Let me choose Jesus today and stop playing. No. Bible says there's a witness in you saying that's true. That's false. That's true. That's false. Do that. Don't do that. Before you're saved. Oh, man, I'll get on to that later. So I got to be in a place where I can hear him. So why is it hard for me to focus? Why is it hard for me to be attentive? If I'm in Christ, it's not that I need more of Christ. I have all of him. I just need less things. I need less. Remember we talked Wednesday? Wednesday night. If your ear is clogged, you don't need to turn the music up. You need to clean the wax out. God is speaking loud enough. He's speaking clear enough. You got to remove the wax. Some of us have wax in our ears and it looks like your boo. Wax coming out looking like your music. Wax coming out looking like your social media. Wax coming out looking like the last thing you looked up on the internet. Wax coming out looking like, what does your wax look like? Wax doesn't show up, it builds up. I'm about to. The thing that keeps you from hearing God don't just show up, it builds up. The enemy is very wise, subtle and cunning. Let me not say wise, but there is a wisdom of the world, the Bible says. Uh, and it says the children of the dark are, are wiser than the children of the light. But I'm not going to say that. Let me just say he's cunning. The enemy is, enemy is very subtle and cunning. He understands that if I do it slowly, you're not going to know the origin. If I do it slowly, you'll think it's you, part of you now. You'll think it's something you can't shake. But the devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. I don't care how long you've been attached to a habit or a person. If it ain't like God, you can shake it off. Tell your neighbor, shake it off. Feel glory in here. I'm trying to calm down. I need y'all to scream like an old Pentecostal church and say, ah! Ah! Woo! Shake it off. Shake it off. Any character trait that's not like God, shake it off. Any thought that's not like God, shake it off. Any habit you picked up for the last 10 years, it's not you, it's not you, it's not you, it's not you. Shake it off! I need somebody to start shaking in here. Just. Oh, Jesus! Jesus! Stop playing. I got guests here. 
Now I understand why the old saints used to be like, they still, they were shaking it off. Look at your neighbor and say, I might look crazy for the next 10 seconds, but excuse me, because I got to shake some stuff. Shake, 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 shake. I know it's crazy, but shake, 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 shake. Yeah! Let me stop screaming. Live. If your neighbor starts shaking out the blue, leave them alone. You don't know their thoughts. You don't know what they feeling. Let them shake it off. Go ahead and shake right now. Sit down, I'm not done. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel the Holy Ghost fire in here, burning up everything that's not like him. If you be bold enough to shake it off, God will take it off. If you shake it off, he'll take it off. Shake your mind, shake your behavior. Shake your habits. I gotta do it God's way. I gotta live God's way. Ay, 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 ay. All right. Y'all sit down. Let me go. Let me get y'all out of here. I feel a shaking in the room. I said I feel a shaking in the room. I feel a shaking. No. How? Huh? I feel a shaking in the room. I feel a shaking in the room. I feel turbulence in the room. I feel turbulence in the room. I feel an earthquake in the room. But it's not destructive. It's constructive. This shake is bringing order. This turbulence is bringing order. Somebody scream! All right, let me finish. Ha! He's bringing the high things down. Some stuff in the tree is too high to reach. So if you can't reach it, shake it till it come down. Shake it till the stronghold come down. Shake it over whole shot. Shake, shake, shake. Live. I need everybody just to. Y'all sit down. 
if it's blocking me from hearing clearly, I got to get it out. My times are too desperate to not hear God. And he's speaking? You mean to tell me I can't hear God and he's speaking? So either I'm going to wait until he raises the volume and trouble hit my life. Or I can. Look at this. I should have stopped at the shake. I feel like I should have stopped. I feel like I don't want to bring y'all down. But I'm not trying to please you either. I got to please the one that told me what to say. Hiya. Give me five more minutes, y'all. Ten more. Shake it. Shake it. You're like a tree planted, and you produce dysfunctional fruit. Shake that thing off of you. Even if it's attached to you, it's attached to you. It is not you. Come on, clap a little more for that. Joseph took that coat off. <laughs> she tried to sleep with him. He took that coat off. He said, this is not me. It's attached to me. And if the thing that's attached to me is also attached to the enemy, I got it. I mean, it looked good. I bought it. I invested in the relationship. I mean, the jacket. Come on, I prepared my little outfit, you know, I, but if the enemy is connected to what's on me, oh man, I got to take that off. I don't care how cute you look, you cute and all, but you ain't, you ain't hell worthy cute. You, <laughs> you, no, 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 no. You're not miss your blessing worthy cute. You're not miss your favor worthy cute. I mean, you cute, but it ain't worth missing your favor. It's not worth missing your blessing. I like your outfit, but it's not that cute. Outfit, I mean attitude, relationships, habits. That's what I mean. So how do I draw closer to God? It's not really about the press towards. It's about the kick off. Wow. When, when the bull riders... Oh, on the bull. Y'all ready? Yeah, y'all ready? That bull is in there and he's ready. That bull is ready to go because they've done some things to agitate him. I'm not even going to go into what they do. So they agitate the bull. The bull is in the cage, ready to go. Ready to go. <laughs> so if the rider is ready, and the transporter is ready, it's not about hitting the bull so it can push harder against the gate. Remove the gate. This is a season that God said it's time to move, Liv. But for some of us, before we move, we got to remove. Uh-oh. You can't move forward unless you remove the past and present. Let's talk. Let's talk. Next scripture, please. Let's go. Come close to God. Don't y'all want to be close to him? 
Let's get close to God, y'all. And God will come close to you. Wait a minute. That's amazing. So God don't have grudges. He's waiting on us to take a step towards him and he's going to take three towards us. Y'all remember the prodigal son? He was on the way home and the father ran to him just because he was on the way. Come close to God and he'll come close to you. How many of y'all want to come close to God? Well, how do we do it? Oh, wash. Move closer to God by removing dirt off your hands. Okay, this is not going to be good. How do I come closer to God? Wash. Your minds, wash. Your browser history, wash. Never mind, I can't talk this morning. Text log, wash. Thoughts, wash. The Bible says, let the words of my mouth end. I got to wash what I meditate on. That's keeping me far from God. My meditations are consistently dirty. Or selfish. So I continually build wax by my meditation. And I don't mean hum num sugar num. I don't mean that. I mean that thing that's in the back of your head all day. Where them girls at? Where them girls at? What's up? Oh, she cute. She cute. How you doing? You all right? Cool, cool. Uh, you ain't touch her. You ain't get her number, but that's your meta. It's, all right, never mind. Because some of y'all saying that, that's not my struggle. Well, what is? Put your meditation there. Even if I'm not consistently thinking about Jesus, let it be acceptable in thy sight. What do you meditate on? That's keeping you far from God and not hearing him. Even if you meditate on your problem, which you think is a good thing. So not just struggles and sins and weaknesses are selfish priorities. I can't think about God because I got bills, sickness. I got a whole line before I get to Jesus. And if you get to Jesus, he'll handle the whole line. Seek ye first. Ooh, that just blessed me. Y'all excuse me while I'm praising for that. Seek ye first. Wash your hands. Sinners. Purify your hearts. Your loyalty is divided between God and the world. I can't hear God because the sound of the world is just as loud or louder than the sound of God. Your loyalty is divided. How many of y'all love God? I know you do. How many of y'all love money? Okay, that's a problem. Love money. The love of money is the root of Oh my God, sex trafficking is so bad. Money. Oh my God, this black face on Gucci. Any evil comes from the love of money. So your loyalty is split if you love God and money. 
I can't hear God. I pray. Clogged. Clogged. Get it out. Yeah, I know that was tough, but it's true. And I didn't make it up. It's in the Bible. Don't love money. We need it. because You know what? We use it. Here's the thing. I heard this at a, a conference uh, Thursday night with Andrew Womack. Oh, man, it was amazing. My wife and I went. He's incredible. Look him up. Andrew Womack. Real chill. Country dude. He live in the hills. He said at his desk, he said, you know what the Lord tells us? The Bible is clear about all of God's promises and all of his blessings. The Bible is clear. He talked just like that. So don't, I don't, I don't fill my head with people who sound like me. <laughs> I get excited and be like, hey, live! But people are real laid back, but they got that truth. You know what I learned at this conference? We don't own anything. I was like, my religious head was like, hold on. Bible says we're going to possess the land. We possess. You possess what you don't own. He said, you're not called to own. You're called to steward. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> Just called to serve and be a steward. It don't say, well done, my good and faithful owner. <laughs> steward. You're called to steward money. You're called to manage money. Your money ain't yours. Could, could, I, could I just bust y'all bubble real quick? Even if you say, you know what, I'm going to go buy some land. I ain't pay, I, I'm buying land. This is my property. You got to pay them taxes. Look how quiet the, the beautiful church is. You don't own anything. Bill Gates, the richest person in the world. They don't own their property. They got to pay their taxes. So at best, you're called to steward. Steward. So God says, let me give you $100. Oh, you blew that. You didn't do that right. Let me try it again. $100. Oh, you did it right. Okay, let me give you 200 So God goes by how you steward the money he was quiet. He gives you. If you see your money as yours, you'll be stingy. You'll be selfish. You won't give. See, selfless people are not more giving. They just understand that what they have is not, it ain't mine. <laughs> I got money to bless you if you need it. I got money to bless you if you need it. I got a car to help you if you need it. I got gifts and talents to help you if you need it. I got an anointing and a vision to help you if you need it. I'm stewarding my gift. I don't own it. What are you doing with your gifts? If you think you own it, you're, 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 you're keeping it. If you know it's not yours, you're giving it. I don't sing nowhere unless I get paid. Yep, you're owning it. So get used to $50 until you learn how to steward and serve. David didn't get paid playing for Saul. Well, the Bible don't record it. Learn how to serve. You'll get way more when you be selfless. Get out the way. That's what I'm saying. Keep moving, but get out the way. Why are you always in your path? Why are you always priority in your life? That's been the problem. How has that worked for you? You're 25 now. You, 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 six, you 18 now. You're 47 and 57. I'm almost done, y'all. 
How has living with you prioritized helped you? This is heavier than I thought. Here we go! Let's do the next one really quick. Jesus summoned the crowd along with his disciples and he had them gather around and he said to them, if you truly want to follow me, you should at once completely disown. (laughs) Disown your own life. This is so good. Woo. How many of you all are followers of Jesus? And my hands went up slow, like, all right, Pastor, I know what you're going. All right. I know what you're about to say. If you want to follow me, Jesus said this. Not Bishop Jakes, not Kenneth Copeland, not, not Paul, not Peter, not Moses, not Elijah, not Abraham, not Isaiah. Jesus. God in flesh. The mouthpiece of God. He is the word of God. Everything God speaks is Jesus. I said everything God speaks is Jesus. He said, if you want to follow me, cool. I'm down with that. But you must first completely this, because you're going to get in the way. I already know that. If you're going to follow me and as you go, you got to disown your life. I'm just telling you right now, because I ain't about to be like, well, this on your habits, and then your, fa-. okay, now, just this on your life, and I'll tell you as you go, yep, I meant that, yep, I meant that, yep, I meant that too, I, mean- I know this is not fun, I, I, I plan on a quiet service today, so any noise y'all make is an addition to what I expected, <laughs> and you got to be willing to share my cross and experience it as your own, as you continually Nobody gets saved once. We get saved daily. I get saved a couple of times a day. I don't know about y'all, but I got to choose Jesus a few times a day. More than a few, actually. My salvation, I got to get, there's an altar, oh God, there's an altar probably every three hours of my life. Altar, place of sacrifice, the place you got to kill something. I be thinking I'm going good. I'm like, oh Lord, I give it to you, Jesus. Amen. All right. Oh, God, I give it to you, Jesus. All right. Oh, God, I give it to you, Jesus. I get saved so much throughout the course of a day. How do you expect everything to happen at once? You got to continually have the mindset of surrender. Hallelujah. And surrender to my ways. You are in the way. I gave God my life. Why is this working out? Continually. You gave him your decision that day. Give him your decision in the moment. Oh, that was good. Where my towel at? Thank you, son. Appreciate you. Only because I'm on camera. Only because I'm on camera, I wipe the sweat so that people won't think it's hot in here. <laughs> How many of y'all remember when you gave your life to God and your heart to God? Okay. Do you remember it because it was so significant or because you just did it again this morning? 
that's mine. I, that's why I remember mine because I just did. See, I don't really remember the first day I got saved because I got, had to get saved so many times after that. Like last night, had to get saved again. Like, forgive me, God, I'm so sorry about that. It's quiet. Living for God is living a life where you have to continually surrender. We thought it was one surrender. It's one posture. Now I'm in Christ. But I have to continually surrender to his ways. Okay? I've trusted and believed him to save me. Now I've got to trust and believe him to lead me. All right, let me get y'all out of here. That's the, that's the sound. That's the, that's, that's the sound. How come we don't trust God? He got it. The Bible says even, even the ox knows the owner. We think we own ourselves. The ox knows his owner. The ass knows his master's crib. But my people, Israel, don't know. You don't know you're not even your own. You think you made a way? No, you made a choice. I made the way. Good God Almighty. How does an ox and a donkey and horses know who their master and owner is? But a smart, brilliant scholar got letters before and after your name don't have a clue who ours is. You would be livid if you had a barn and woke up and all your animals chose to leave. Excuse me? I need all y'all to come back because I planned on having y'all tread my field today. That's why I bought you. I didn't randomly purchase you. I purchased you with purpose. And when you live your life for you, you step out of your design for me. And if you leave the stable, you're on your own. If that's the one that covers me, feeds me, protects me, that's my owner. That's an animal knows that. God feeds you. Never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor see begging bread. He protects you. I look to the hills for which come in my help. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run up into it and they are saved. God does so much, but we still, we still think it's us. We don't even, here's, here's how bad it is. You don't even consider. If it ain't you, it ain't you. I'm not trying to condemn anybody. I'm trying to take the scales off of the blinded eyes who's confused about why you can't get close to God. Or why I can't hear God. Like It seemed like Pastor Ty. It seemed like, it seemed like how they, they, I don't know. And I'm not saying I do everything right. I'm telling y'all very transparently my daily struggles. But at least struggle. Struggle means I'm considering at least. Look at your neighbor and say, at least struggle. I mean, that's the bottom. I don't even want y'all struggling. I don't want that. But at, at the bottom, the bottom a Christian should go is struggling. Don't get to the point where you don't even consider. Hallelujah. He's been too good for you not to consider. 
He's made too many ways for you not to consider. He's blessed you too much for you not to consider. He's healed you too many times for you not to. Hallelujah. Let's just consider his goodness and praise him right there. Come on, y'all. You didn't make your own way. You didn't bless yourself. You didn't heal yourself. You didn't strengthen yourself. If it had not been for the Lord. He said, I've been good to Israel, but they don't even consider me. Take care of the one who takes care of you first. If the ox do what the master say first, they're going to eat all that hay. They're going to get on. They're going to go to bed. <laughs> Happy. Let me take care of the master first. Because he's going to take care of me because he know I'm going to take care of him. Let me keep going. I'm almost done. Here we go. You should know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in you. Everybody say, he's in me. You have received the Holy Spirit from God. You do not own yourselves. You can play. I'm going to end it right here. I got a lot more to share, but I'm going to just end it. Go to the last, 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 last slide. John the Baptist said this. I must decrease that he must increase. He must Live. God must become greater and greater in your life. And the only way that can happen is if we become less and less in our own lives. I'm not telling you to mean less to your spouse and mean less to society, but to yourselves. When it comes be between you and God, he must become greater. You must become less. Or you will not enjoy this life, I promise you. If you are first, you'll always be last. But if you're last, you'll always be first. God put it this way. If you seek to save your life, you'll lose it. But if you lose your life, you'll have life everlasting. I was looking at everybody's relationships post for Valentine's Day and all the preachers was talking about all the Valentine's and it was just surprising how many, but anyway. And I was going to preach, allow me, this morning. I was going to have a guy opening a car for a girl and I was going to call the sermon, allow me. Let me be the, allow me to get that door for you. And then allow me to shut it, allow me to take your hand and lift you up the seat. Allow me to walk you through the door. Allow me to get this door for you. There you go. Allow me to escort you in. Allow me to pull your seat for you. Allow me to push you in. Allow me to, allow me to order for you. What would you like? She'll have the, the hot dog and. <laughs> you want that chili? You want the chili on it? No chili, please. I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> Season fries and a water, please. me when your boss comes in the room you automatically decrease because somebody greater than you stepped in the room 
children, some children, when their parents or authority walk in the room, you, you decrease. Because they're greater. Please, you ain't got no business. Hey, Mom. I know. We, we was talking about uh, you decrease. Because somebody greater than you was in the room. Your boss walking. Yeah, you lollygagging. You, the boss walking. Oh. He come around your, your cubicle. What are you doing? Just see all these Y's and Z's. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was working on the, comp the composition for this. Shut up. <laughs> when someone greater than you steps in the room, you automatically decrease. What if the greater one steps into your heart? That means I now must live decreased. Oh, y'all don't like this. He's not stepping in your situation. He's stepping in your heart. And when the greater one is there, I must. You better get used to walking like this. You better get used to living like this. Bow to the will of God. Bent to his way. Woo! Get used to this posture, Liv. You're going to keep moving, but you're out of the way. Allow me. When I go places and protocol... My, my, my escalator, my, my ride pulls up. I'm talking about when I'm out on the road and I'm the artist. As soon as the car pull up, like six men is around the car. They tell me, I learned this years ago, don't touch the door handle. It's, it's out of order. When people are serving you, don't touch the door handle. So we pull up, and I just sit there. You know, my first couple times I opened it and the guy that's supposed to open my door is like, Welcome, Mr. Trevor, how you doing? <laughs> Say, don't touch the door. So they pull up and I wait. How are you, Mr. Trevor? I'm fine. Then they let me out. There's a female with me. They let the, my wife out. There's the singers with me. They, they help them out. And then they, hold on, you got to wait. When they shut the door, you got to wait. Boom. And then you got to follow them. Then they take you to the door. They open the door. Thank you very much. And then when the last person's in the door, you, you got to step in the door and wait. Because they got to let everybody in. And then, you, then they run in front of you. Right this way, Mr. Trippin. Okay. Yeah, I walk to my room or whatever. I stand at the door. They open the door. Close the door. Your food is in here. Ladies. Let's talk to the ladies real quick. Or in that scenario, they're not doing their job if I'm in the way. Allow them to serve by not touching that area. Ladies, if you walk to that car and stand there like, just act like it's not a problem. Don't have an attitude, but you're going to be a gentleman today. I ain't got no attitude. But I'm a queen, and I'm giving you an opportunity to be a king.
When you, when you neglect touching your own life, I mean door, you give him opportunity to be God. I mean a gentleman. Good God Almighty. Look at your neighbor and say, stop touching that area. Stop grabbing that area. Stop it. Just wait. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He's going to come through. Just wait. He's going to open doors. Just wait. He's going to bring you out. Just wait. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Everybody on your feet, clap your hands for God. Clap your hands for Jesus, the gentleman that's going to open doors for you this year. Jesus is the gentleman that's going to open doors for you this year. Jesus! But you must allow him. You got to let him. He becomes a gentleman when you don't touch the door. He becomes the gentleman when you allow him to open the door. He has gentleman potential, but you keep touching your own doors. You keep making your own ways. Allow me. Decrease. Let him increase. The word allow, another word for it. I'm done. Babe, can you come stand with me? You just help me be quiet. You help me be, you help me shut up. You help me with so many other things. I'm just saying that. Another word for allow is, oh God, suffer. In the Bible, suffer little children. Forbid them not. In other words, allow them. Even if it feels like you're suffering, allow him to be God. Don't touch it till he opens it. Don't engage it until he opens it. Don't move. When he opens the door, you wait again. He opened a new door. I'm still waiting. I'm not going to move forward. Oh, then you move forward. You come to another door. Don't open it. You wait for him to open it. He opens the door, and I'll, it feels like I'm suffering, but I'm allowing. I'm glad y'all got that. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.